It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to a new week of FBC Radio Live. That's right, we've been off for a couple days, but uh, we are back. It is Wednesday, October the 18th, 2023, and um, we are gearing up for another hopefully exciting week in the NFL. But, you know, John, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. We, we've been talking about it since the beginning of the week or beginning of the season, and it just it feels like there, we, we just don't have any really elite teams in this league and and I know there's a couple that seem to have separated themselves at the top but that that separation has has dwindled a little bit this certainly this past week after their performances no more undefeated teams but um yeah it's just you know it's kind of there, there's no team that's really running away with it and maybe you know in, in a few weeks we'll sit there and say oh well the Chiefs are the Chiefs but you know right now they don't look like, like the Chiefs so even in victory it, it, you have some question marks and um yeah, you know it's going to be interesting. We're going to do our uh, our top five teams in a little bit, uh, so you know maybe we'll clear some things up for you uh, all out there. But uh, yeah, John, I mean the reality is I I don't even know exactly who is great and who isn't at this point. Well, you mocked me for picking the Jets to upset the Philadelphia. I did, Eagles. I did, and that's what happened. I wish I was still a gambling man. That was a nice price. <laughs> On the JECF no, no, you don't. Winning. Trust me, you, you you know more than more than anyone that uh, the, those wins certainly are outweighed by the losses. Well, so far forty three and thirty against the spread. That's pretty good. 
Uh, that's around 59%. But, of course, if I was betting the games, I'd be 30 and 43. Right, exa- like exactly. Totally reversed, right? You know, it was a bad beat on the Patriots with that safety. They were a three-point underdog. I like them plus three, and they ended up losing by four. But to your point, Ian, there's five five-and-one teams right now, so those look like the best teams. But you can kind of poke a hole in every single one of them. And San Francisco looked like the elite team of the league, but, hey, Trent Williams had to leave the game. Christian McCaffrey had to leave the game. Debo Samuel had to leave the game. And then now we saw Brock Purdy, the guy who needs a lot around him. He's, he's not Tom Brady. Stop with those comparisons because they were both drafted late. He's not going to lift up an entire franchise. He had so much talent around him the first five weeks of the season. And when we saw guys getting injured, we saw Brock Purdy, you know, still a good quarterback, but certainly not a high-end elite quarterback. And, and look, I mean, they got a little bit of a scare, and it, it seems that uh, Christian McCaffrey has avoided a, a serious injury. But, you know, that's always been the thing, though, when, when the 49ers acquired Christian McCaffrey. It's, it, it's an absolute slam dunk of a move for San Francisco and fits perfectly in with what they're trying to do. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's always just a gamble because at any moment, you know, he could take one too many hits, and all of a sudden you're – going from having, uh, you know, your running back position being a really a driving force of your offense to being not necessarily a liability, but just another running back group like the rest of the NFL. And and to that point, and this, this is the difference between, and we see this with San Francisco all the time, this is what happens when you do have, like, look, I, I think Brock Purdy's been, played really well. He had a tough game this past week, but, you know, every quarterback has that. Um, I think it's unfair. The 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 quick uh, people are quick to say, "Oh, he's just a system quarterback." We've already seen it, John. I think that's unfair because we don't know. We don't know exactly what he is, and so far he's done nothing but say that. Yeah, he's the a forty nine ers have ten oh, field goals made this what? season. Oh, okay. Oh. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> hey, look at that. We got a third co host. Siri's popping in, saying, "Hey, well, you know." She, she made sense. I mean, <laughs> she know. seems to be accurate. So, you actually, know, you know uh, what? Welcome that, to the show, yeah, Siri. I, I, I was, I was going to say that was actually a really good point. You know, added point. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, they've got they've got a handful of field goals, but obviously, this team scores a lot of points. They're very efficient in the red zone, so you know, they're not going to have to rely on many field goals. Maybe they do now if if Christian McCaffrey misses some time, but um, <laughs> they did miss a game winner on Sunday. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well. 41- you're on field goal attempt. If they make that, they remain undefeated. But they, but they here's the thing: it's like they haven't been, that as much as she can. Well, I was going to say they haven't even been in that position yet, though, because they've been nope. blowing teams out. Now, all of a sudden, if they come back to the pack, they don't have, um, you know, they don't have that difference maker at quarterback again. That's that's the difference. Like if if Tom Brady, for example, John, for if Tom <laughs> Brady were. Uh, the quarterback of the 49ers. Yes, losing Christian McCaffrey would absolutely be a blow to this team and you'd have to readjust. But Brady would elevate that. Can Brock Purdy do that if Christian McCaffrey... Now, again, it looks like McCaffrey might even play on Monday, which, again, that's a a huge sigh of relief for the 49ers, but it kind of just brings to the forefront yet again the potential that at any given moment you could see this 49ers outlook drastically change. And as we've seen over the course of well, the last handful of years since like 2013, 14, 15, you know, this team has been elite, except, you know, they, they just lack elite quarterback play, consistent elite quarterback play. And certainly the play that can elevate, you know, team, you know, a team that may lose some of its uh, elite talent over the course of the year. 
I wonder in the NFL if we're ever going to get to the point where there's going to be load management. Like, obviously, San Francisco is going to make the playoffs, most likely win that division. They're in contention with Detroit and Philadelphia, maybe Dallas for the best record in the NFC. But are there going to be some games where maybe you don't sit out Christian McCaffrey, but you lighten his load a little bit? Like, here's a guy who, you know, can get 20 carries, also make five, six catches a game. I mean, you're just putting him out there to get injured at some point. He's had that history. Do you start to have load management where, I, you know, you get up by 17 points at the, halftime and you say, okay, Christian, thanks a lot sit on the bench for the second half. It doesn't normally happen. There's only so many NFL games, and I'm not saying just because, you know, oh, you know, he should be able to play, but it, it, in competitively. I mean, there's really, you don't have, it's not like baseball where it's like, you know what I mean? Like you have so many games, like in football, like, yeah, San Francisco may be elite, but it's only a matter of a game or two that separates them from the next best team. And since, you know, uh, you know, the, the, there's only one bye week now, you know, getting that number one seed is, is, is so much more important because it does give you such a huge advantage over everyone else in the conference. Um so I, I don't think uh, I don't think the 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 margin of of just the I don't think there's enough uh, uh, wiggle room in terms of like okay you can you can give up a little bit of success to to manage your player no because like again if you lose one game like out of the norm that could be enough to knock you out of the running so yeah I I don't know if that's that would necessarily happen in the NFL although again you would think the physicality would would kind of be like, hey, you know, maybe we should rest some players, you know, but, but this is where that second bye week might come in handy, especially if they decide to, they want to start adding more games. So, um. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, and let's not forget what happened with San Francisco on Sunday. That Cleveland defense is for real. 
Yeah, I mean, they are phenomenal, so they they stepped up as well. Oh, sure, and and like that's the thing too. You know, this this isn't just like uh, another elite team in the league. This is a Cleveland team that I think everyone's kind of questioning, struggling. You know, that type of thing. You know, whether it's it's uh, um, you know they're going to be better off without Deshaun Watson. You know, they won. You know, maybe they are better off without Deshaun Watson. You never know. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a it's an interesting season i mean I, what what else are you gonna say i mean there we we know there's some pretty good teams in the league but i don't i just don't think there's any elite and and trust me um the Eagles signing julio jones by the way uh is not moving the needle that much you know it's, it's a nice move i mean it gives them another body to throw out there and and again if he can stay healthy and make a couple plays here and there that's going to make it all worth the while so um but, you know, in reality, it's like at this point, I, I don't think, you know, any of these teams are certainly immune to, to, to an upset. And, um, you know, as much as we sit there and say, oh, well, it looks like it's going to be the same old Chiefs. Well, they got plenty of issues themselves that haven't quite yet been really exposed to the extent they probably could have. Because, well, I don't think they've necessarily played like, you know, they haven't had a necessarily tough schedule to start the season and i think if you but then again sean i sit there and say well when they play buffalo well buffalo's had even worse like bad moments you know what i mean like they Uh they could have very well lost this past week but you know uh, so again i i don't even know if there are necessarily any traditionally elite teams in this league it'll be interesting to see what happens on the 31st of october not just halloween i know know you'll be out trick-or-treating but um, what's going to happen at the trade deadline? Will Kansas City go out and try to add a wide receiver? Will Buffalo try to add to their defense because it's been decimated with injuries? What's Cincinnati going to do? They're, they're a little weak at the safety position. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens in less than two weeks when we get to the trade deadline. Yeah, no, I I, I, I agree. I agree. So uh, let's uh, let's let's end the suspense. Let's, uh, let's go through and uh, give our top five teams like we do every week. So... Um, and what we do, we just count down five to one. And, uh, ironically, that is, um, <laughs> probably the record of most of these teams that, uh, are going to be on this list for most of us. So it's just a matter of what, uh, order they are going to be in. So, um, all right. So my number five team is the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I, I had them up at two and I thought <clears throat> last week and, um, you know they they've they've really ha- haven't had uh, they've had their struggles this entire season and, and it's a credit to them that they're five and one. I mean and, and that could in the long run be a sign that yes this team is going to be very very good come the end of the season. Um, but you know Jalen Hurts has struggled. He he's been a little inconsistent. He has had some great moments, but you know he's also had some questionable moments too. Certainly not the start that he got off to a, a year ago. So. Um, yeah, I, I just I look at it. I look at the Eagles and I say, okay, they they've been kind of, you know, riding the line here this entire season. This past week was it was a was a bad look for them. Um, can they rebound from this? I I think so. I think they should be able to, but uh, it's certainly no guarantee. So my number five team this week is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Number five for me is the Miami Dolphins. And look, they're averaging thirty eight points per game during a season when scoring is down nearly five hundred yards per game of offense. They're unstoppable. But the only thing I will say is four of their five wins have come against the Patriots, Panthers, 
Broncos, and Giants. Those four teams are combined three and 21. So we'll know more about the Dolphins when they face Philadelphia this weekend because that's obviously a quality opponent. They were able to beat the Chargers in week one. The Chargers always find a way to lose. The only real team they've played so far this year beat them 48-20. to 20. So the Dolphins have been fun. I think they're going to make the playoffs and obviously entertaining to watch, but I'm holding off on them being the best team in the league. I have them at number five. Yeah, no, I look, I put them at number four, but I, I do share the same concerns that you do because, you know, even against bad teams, their defense is not great. And, you know, we and, and to their credit, their offense is on fire, and, and this is a year that we, we're not really seeing great offense, offensive football. And I, I think that has, to, has a lot to do with the quarterback play across the board. It's just, and we talked about this before, it's just it seems like it's not as... I mean, we, we just can't. I think we came out of arguably one of the best eras of, of quarterbacking, you know, over the last 15 years or so. So, you know, this is going to take some adjusting to get used to what this era is going to be. And it's going to get better. I mean, there's a lot of young guys in this league, so we don't know exactly what they're going to all become. Uh, they could be great, they could be terrible. We, we don't really know. Time will tell. But um, for now, though, I, I do like, I mean, Miami, it, you're not going to outscore Miami. You're going to have to. I mean, obviously, if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to. But the, the point is, like, you're not necessarily going to beat them offensively. you got to figure out how to beat them as a defense. And, and I think that there's potential there. And, of course, they're vulnerable on their defensive side of the ball. So this this is not a ranking that's going to keep, you know, they're not well on their way to the top. I mean, they could be out of the list next week, depending on how it goes. So, um, yeah, so if Philadelphia goes in and, clean, you know, knocks them out, all of a sudden I'm sitting there thinking, well, Maybe they do just beat up on bad teams. It's certainly a, a, a you, you could have you could make a case for it if they lose to Philadelphia, especially if Philadelphia wins con- uh, convincingly. So, uh, but for now, I have uh, I have the Dolphins at number four. I have Philadelphia at number four for all the same reasons that you detailed. You know what's amazing so far this year, and especially in Week Six, thirty teams played in Week Six. Only five scored more than twenty-one points in That's a crazy. game. Isn't that crazy? I mean, because people talk so much about, oh, high scoring and how offense is dominant. Well, defense is making a stand this year. So I think it's made for some interesting games, right? So it's not just 54-51 like the Rams beating the Chiefs back in 2018. But like you, I have concerns with Philadelphia, but I've got them just a little bit above Miami because their track record is a little bit longer. So I have Philadelphia at number four. All right, number three for me is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... They were number three for me last week, and uh, again, I mean, they're, they're winning games, but sort of like Miami, what's going to happen when you play some of the better teams in the league? Because they've really been playing with fire for, with some of these. Like, do I think their win over Jacksonville was a great win? I mean, no. I mean, a win's a win. Obviously, you don't get extra points for for wins over better teams, but I just didn't think Jacksonville played great. I, you know what I mean? And and to me, I see like a team that's. Look, I, I don't think there's a grand conspiracy to help the Chiefs win. That I, I think it's foolish to sit there because you, you can pinpoint any sort of penalties uh, that benefit um, teams throughout any game. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Officiating in the NFL, in the NFL is difficult. Um, it, it's difficult enough that I don't believe that they're core, they're they're capable of running a grand conspiracy. However. <laughs> The reality of it is the Chiefs have benefited from some late game calls that have 
uh, help, certainly help them either secure a win or or take a victory. So, what's going to happen when you know their their offense is playing kind of poorly against a really great team? Well, they might lose, and they that that hasn't happened yet because they haven't necessarily played any great teams. Um, so, I have concern again. This is this is more. This is a very a down. Uh, top five. We're, we, I think we're, we 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 have concerns about every single one of these teams, certainly. Um, and and look, I'll give credit to the Chiefs because again, they've been there, and you have more faith in them and figuring it out. But there are some distinct differences for for this team as opposed to Chiefs teams in the past, and that has a lot to do with who's catching the football and, and how successful they are. And right now, they haven't been. Thus, the quarterback play has gone down. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out once we get closer to November. Uh, they could turn it around and figure it out, but so far it's been a lot of uh, basically Mahomes to Kelsey or bust, and and that's not a sustainable way of winning in this league. Unless, of course, uh, the entire league decides to be, have a down offensive year, then all of a sudden you're like, all right, well, there's <laughs> not too many better options at this point. Yeah, they beat Denver 19-8 last Thursday. Yeah. I mean, Denver's been giving up regularly you know, 30 40, 70 uh, in a given game, and the, the Chiefs only had 19. I also have them at number three. They're just kind of steady there because their defense is really good. Their offense has struggled. And again, they have the pedigree of five straight AFC championship games, but I do have two teams ranked ahead of them. Yes, and I, I think we might be might be on the same page here, at least uh, top two. So um, <clears throat> drum roll, please, number two, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm not going to, all of a sudden, you know, uh, retract, you know, any sort of bet I might have made for them to go to the NFC or go to the Super Bowl or anything like that, that after one week, especially now that we know that Christian McCaffrey may not miss that much time. Uh, but the reality of it is, uh, you know, they, they, they could have been exposed a little bit here because without that, they looked like a very ordinary offense. And uh, I, I don't think any of us expected them to maintain the same level of, of efficiency if you don't have Christian McCaffrey in there. Um, but they went from being a sure thing essentially every week to, well, they're just another team now in the league, and that's uh, certainly something San Francisco is going to have to hold their breath and hope doesn't come to fruition again with it when it comes to Christian McCaffrey. Because, you know, if he's healthy and Debo Samuel's healthy and George Kittle's healthy and all these guys are playing well, they're going to be fine, and, and this loss isn't going to mean much down the line. But, um if, if this is the start of some sort of injury run or, or you know, these guys are starting to get a little bit banged up, um, that could be concerning. But for now, I still have them as the uh, number two team uh, in my power rankings. I'm surprised we're in agreement. I have them at number two as well. Look, if they make the field goal on Sunday against Cleveland, they're undefeated. Maybe we put them at number one. But again, you know, the Rams played them very tough early in the season. Cleveland has a legitimate defense. They were fighting injuries. The 49ers were, but I have them at number two as well and you know we do live in a bizarre world where i think we're going to agree on who number one is and it's really bizarre who that team is yeah and and the new york jets uh no, of course not I, I, well, look, <laughs> give us a couple weeks yeah we're well coming. i i figured i figured you saw aaron Rodgers on the sidelines and you were probably going to put them at number one just for that reason alone but um <clears throat> Yeah, he's out there throwing a ball, and people are, are you know, I, I really, I, I got to implore people to, to like, investigate medical science a little bit more before you come out with your reactions, because, 
you know, being like in in shock and awe that a guy that's removed, you know, a couple weeks removed from the Achilles surgery is actually standing is is not that impressive. And I'm not trying, I'm not trying to say Aaron Rodgers is not. It's just that's normal though, John. <laughs> like people are like, oh my god, he's standing. I'm like, yeah, you know, you can stand on a torn Achilles. It, it's, it's it's that's not a you know what I mean. That's not necessarily a problem. It's 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 doing everything else that's that's a problem. So I always chuckle at. at people that like overreact to like very simple uh very simply explained medical situations you know what i mean like oh my god i can't believe he's standing on a torn acl well your leg doesn't fall off when that happens you know what i mean you just your your knee kind of gets screwed up so um anyways uh but yeah so joking all joking aside detroit lions i mean perhaps right now five games in a row winning streak um you know, you, you come out and, uh, I mean, really, the they've really been the most consistent since the start of the season. You know, across the board, they're playing well offensive, offensively. They've had pretty good defense. And certainly in a season that has seen no real elite quarterback play. I mean, even Tua, as much uh, as, as, much as um, points are being put up on the board, you know, this isn't, you know, he's not separating himself. It's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, but you look at Jared Goff and it's like, how do you not consider him a prime MVP candidate? Because he's playing great football. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm with you. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, in the bizarre world, he's a guy who was pretty much ushered away from the Rams, uh, kind of a throw-in just to make the salaries work to get Matt Stafford back. And, and look, Dan Campbell deserves 
strong consideration for coach of the year, Ben Johnson, right. their offensive coordinator is probably going to be the hottest assistant to be hired as a head coach in the off season. Goff was an MVP candidate in 2018. Yeah. I mean, he was drafted in 2016. Jeff Fisher nearly ruined them. The next year, McVay comes in, the offense works. And then in 18, probably three quarters of the way through the season, he's right up there as an MVP candidate. Um, he's a good quarterback. He was drafted first overall. He's a good deep thrower. Um, you know, he, he's got all the tools. And now he's being coached at the level that he has been. Uh, yep. I mean, look, their only loss was 37-31 in overtime to Seattle. They beat the Chiefs on opening yeah. night. I mean, that's that's a, a strong win. And ever since, they've, they've been able to win in different fashions, like 20 to 6, or they can go out, beat you 34 to 17. Like, they're very versatile. Offensive mm-hmm. line is strong. Defense has really improved. Look, they're 13 and 3 over the last 16 games. And they finished strong last year. So yep. this team is for real. Yeah. And look, I, I wasn't necessarily convinced going into the season because, again, it's the Lions. But, you know, we're six weeks in. And, and again, you're. Yeah, I, I, you know, you can maybe convince me that uh, San Francisco's better. You know, obviously, power rankings don't aren't aren't finite. You know, we're we're all entitled to our opinion, and and you may be right, but like, it, you, you're not going to convince me of too many other teams being better than the Lions right now. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, certainly quarterback play. Uh, you know, again, is, you're going to find be hard pressed to find better quarter because even some of these teams that are five and one. I mean, Mahomes is been all right i mean it really hasn't been anything spectacular and and if you're a anti-mahomes guy and i'm saying that kind of sarcastically because that's essentially if you don't bow to the feet of patrick mahomes you be turn you become a hater so i guess i'm a hater john uh but the reality of it is some of the concerns about well what happens when you don't have a super all pro travis kelsey and tyree kill and all these other elite fast weapons around him well you get middle of the pack quarterback play and that's what you're getting right now john you know yeah he's what 12th or 13th in passer rating well he's, he's better than that i think he'll you know uh he's winning which is what the ultimate oh, job sure. quarterback yeah. is to do without question but yeah i mean yeah I, i'm with you Goff could be the mvp right now to a certainly deserves consideration McCaffrey mm-hmm. uh you know th- th- this is going to be one of these years where I think every week that changes yeah and then and, who's ever really hot at the end is going to end up winning the award well and, and if you're a running back essentially if you're Christian McCaffrey and you can stay healthy then this might be the year mm-hmm. that that happens because you know it very well could I mean we, we, we've seen stranger things happen before so um but anyways uh that's going to do it we will uh we will obviously uh, be back tomorrow. We're going to uh, start talking week seven. Can't believe it. Week seven in the NFL getting there. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll start doing that. We'll be back on Friday as well and uh, wrap up the week and do our picks and have all that fun, John, because I know that's that's what we consider all this. It's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good time. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.